0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky and this is our podcast if you don't catch us from 5 to 9. This is what you missed
1: yesterday for the first time in my life that I can remember I uh, I bailed on the Oscars Wow, and I'm usually the guy. It's like eleven forty five, and I'm like, "Oh, it's the best picture. Cause I can't leave now."
0: Like you bailed, as in you were at home, or you didn't nope. want to watch it. Or... I was
1: in my gown. I uh, had my snacks. So you're ready to go. I had my. I, I had my uh, prosecco. Did I'll you start chill. watching it? Oh yeah, I watched part of the red carpet, or I had we had it on in the background as we were getting dinner ready. Okay, and then I said, "It's eight o'clock. I got to sit down." I sat down. I got myself all organized. I watched uh, Regina King do the uh, 10-mile hike into the Union Station in Los, that Los Angeles. Who that was? Okay. I think that's Regina King. I think that's who it was. I don't quite know because she barely made it to the podium, and I was gone. I bailed within about six minutes. It was so boring. And my problem going in, I kind of knew it was going to be boring just because of the way it had been presented, that they were gonna, how they were going to host it. And the fact that all the movies this year are such downers. There wasn't one, you know, in a year in a time of pandemic when we need a little lightheartedness and some something to take our mind off of things. All these movies were about cancer, uh, going deaf, uh, dementia. <laughs> the oh, girl from a- Borat was uh, yeah, nominated. She, at least there was that. What a fun ride. <laughs> I would have rather been Anthony
0: Hopkins than sit through that bloody thing. Uh, yeah, I guess he bailed on it, right? Well, he won. He like, won, he, he, but he wasn't there. Well, he's 83. He wants to live a life. <laughs> I mean,
1: I just made a movie about a poor old man who's got full of dementia, and, you know, uh, it was just, I don't know what's going on in Hollywood. They just can't seem to get out of their own way. I know it's so left-leaning and, and all of that, but they, they just want to seem so woke now
0: that every movie they make has to have a message. I just want things blowing up sometimes. Right. Well, they, they do do that. They just don't give them awards no. for that sort of thing. Um, I'll tell you this. I, at 8 o'clock... I uh, I saw it was coming on. I said, you know what, Craig loves these things. He, <laughs> he's going to want to talk about it, so I should watch. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make it much longer than you. You well, you, amazing that you lasted longer. Well, than I me. didn't see any because well, I didn't do any of the red carpet thing. I don't know right. how they even did that. No, they didn't. They just
1: talked about the movies. Yeah. And the
0: um. So so yeah, they had the opening where she walked in. I normally watch. If I watch the Oscars, it's for two things: the opening monologue. Mm. Uh, You know, I remember watching for Billy Crystal's Song and Dance. Those were always great. And Steve Martin did the same. Um, I loved Chris Rock when he hosted. I I watched for that. But they had no host, so that wasn't going to happen. And I watched for the In Memoriam, but I couldn't stick around long enough. Because uh, you're right, the first, like, five minutes... I always thought they gave away a big award early. Like, it was, like, supporting actor or actress first off. And they didn't do that. Oh, really? Instead, uh, I don't think so. Some woman from Britain won it, and I... Uh, that was the other thing with this year is they weren't going to have any restriction on their time limits.
1: Oh, that's that other lighthearted romp about a woman who gets raped and she goes on revenge to the guy who raped her. Oh,
0: another, fun. Another fun-filled film. Um, yeah, so like she went on and on, and then the next guy went on and on and on, and didn't really say anything. That none of them had any prepared speeches, or, or, or wouldn't. You know, you think for actors, the mm. prepared speech is all they do. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe
1: they should prepare one. They're they're all great speakers when the script is in front of them. You know. It just when you allow them to just ramble on their own, they they just love to hear the sound of their own voice and don't necessarily know what they're saying. And you know, an Oscars is bad when the
0: most entertaining part of it is the in memoriam. But here is the thing: the in memoriam. I just watched it. Because yeah, I went back to watch it, right. it's it's kind of a it's it's sad, obviously. But there's a reminiscing of, of my goodness, I can't believe and mm-hmm. I forget along the way over the past year, So many people have died in the last year. You forget, you know, some of the uh, the stars, big names that, that have passed yeah. away. Yeah, they rushed that. So quickly. Oh, really? And maybe they were thinking, well, this is, you know, a pretty sad point, but maybe we don't want to drag this on. Mm. You dragged on all the sad movies for yeah. three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. You gave three minutes yeah. to the In Memorial. The whole bit was four and a half minutes long. Viv-A- Vivica A. Fox, I think, is the one who introduced it. Right. She spent a minute and a half going on and on about justice and oh. this and that and the life and peace and harmony. and And then... And then they rolled through it so quickly. Like, you have to give enough time yeah. in an in-memoriam that you can see the name and see the the face. Yeah. Right? Because you can't... And if you don't give enough time, like, flash through. The people like Wilford Brimley and Kelly Preston. Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, they gave time at the end. Okay. And they ended with Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Right? That's another bit of the woke, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the Oscars have... Uh, long since I uh, not had enough color to it, and mm-hmm. so they started uh, and ended uh, with a, a black actor and, and uh, you know I get it, but the in between, you know like if I was John Travolta watching that, mm-hmm. and you you put Kelly Preston on for one second right? When you drag this thing out for three and a half hours, I'd be upset well, or they they gotta, disappointed in it. They got to get back to the Korean family that lost everything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> gotta, oh, I, she was funny. She hit on Brad Pitt when she won her award. Oh, really? That's good. That's something. <laughs> then An old Korean woman came up and said, "Oh, Brad Pitt! Finally!"
1: It's it's unbelievable. It's like the Oscars want. Like I can't wait to see the ratings on this thing because people said every year now the Oscars lose more and more people, and I can't imagine anybody
0: stuck around for this boar fest what you want to hear though i want to hear what the ratings were uh, at the start and 10 minutes later <laughs> yeah right <laughs> don't tell me the overall because i know that's going to be down <laughs> but give me the ones at the start and then 10 minutes in because it was crap
1: i think bill maher is right when he says the oscars should change their name to the debbies the debbie downers <laughs> well i don't believe this to be true at all but i guess some parents are dreaming could kids actually be looking forward to summer school? You know, never. never. Summer school? Well, I guess there's some parents and schools that are maybe banking on it. They think this in-person school so much they'll actually be excited <laughs> to get out of the house to go to school this summer. I can't imagine I that to be true. I highly doubt that. No. No, nobody wants to sit in a hot classroom. <laughs> I remember, I'm gonna go, did you ever have to go take uh, summer school classes? No. Oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you in your life do you have to oh i math every year i'd 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 bomb on it and i'd be sitting in there my poor do they still even have that well they did then maybe they don't anymore like if you like now you
0: don't fail them quite the same right
1: probably make a kid feel bad about themselves if they sent them to summer school it was a guy I mean, look at you got you got some more attention you were able to i mean I, i felt bad for the teachers too because they don't want to be there either and the however many of you a dozen sitting in there or whatever it was, and it's right. 900 degrees in the classroom because there's no AC back then, and he's trying to teach you your times table. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, in Nevada this Saturday, book the flights. Strip clubs and legal brothels reopen. All right. Now contact between the talent and the customers will happen for the first time since March of last year. With if-
0: contact. Yes.
1: Wow. If the ladies have gotten at least their first vaccine shot and they wear a mask, <laughs> then you can get up in there, do your thing. So only the mask is
0: necessary. It,
1: yeah. And you know what? For so many dudes, th- like for these uh, women who work in the legal brothel, this is going to be the easiest money they ever made because these men <laughs> are going to pop before their pants are down. That'll be $500. <laughs>
0: Uh, how do they do the contact tracing there? Like how many Joe blows (laughs) are going to be showing up?
1: Yeah. Nobody's writing their real name and phone number (laughs) down on that list. Uh, Casino in West Virginia is luring people in from out of state by offering them vaccine shots in the parking garage. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The way to get it done. Um, This is an odd and random side effect to everybody being at home much more and not paying much attention or paying more attention, I guess, to their personal hygiene. We've got a lot more clogged pipes from people flushing wipes. You're not supposed to be flushing oh, the wipes. Oh,
0: no, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people like to use them down there to get a good clean. Well, hopefully not the disinfecting wipe. That's a different <sighs> wipe. That would sting. <laughs> Don't use a Lysol no. wipe to clean down there. Get yourself a bidet. Actually, I heard somebody like bidet sales are way up. I, I, I think uh, Booster, our old intern, Johnny. He did. He was the one who said he got a bidet. With a booster on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see his, you know why? Actually, he doesn't need the booster because I can just see with his little legs dangling off the side. <laughs> we called him Booster yeah. because the rock truck, Yeah. which is you know, a standard Silverado. Yeah. Uh he couldn't see over the front of it, so he bought himself a booster seat. A child, seat. a child
1: booster seat. Great kid. audition. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh. And I guess he's
1: doing all right up there in Owen Sound. He can afford a bidet. <laughs> no kidding. Huh. Fancy pants. Uh some restaurants have put giant stuffed animals at their tables to make them seem full while they keep everybody social distanced. Well, a guy in Florida was just busted for stealing some of those giant stuffed animals from an outdoor restaurant. It's not a carnival.
0: (laughs) You don't win (laughs) it. You don't get to take them home. That's
1: right. And the family that runs the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing in Florida sold a miracle COVID cure last year. It turned out to be bleach. (laughs) Now they've all been indicted on federal charges and could all face life in prison.
0: Wow. Wow, yeah. did they prove anyone died from it as well? You could I face life for that? Well, you know, if someone did die, you'd think so, right?
1: Yeah. You'd think so. Uh, they don't mess around in the U.S. When it comes no. to, you know, you hear some guy, it's like four life sentences. Well, he'll get out when he's 160. He'll be fine. <laughs> he was just selling weed. That's right. <laughs> yeah. A new study found working from home does make you more productive. The study found that uh, the economy is seeing a boost in productivity from the remote work, mostly thanks to people saving time on commuting.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I think people are logging in earlier. I think definitely staying on later. and Take their breaks in between. When they're at their computer, though, they're doing quality work. It'll be interesting to see what happens, whether or not people are going to want to go back when they're allowed to go back, or companies are going to want to have everyone back or save some Money on office space.
1: I th- I still believe eventually most people will go back. But the uh, I think right now we're so concerned or scared. Like, can you imagine for so many, you know, who have not been in their office at their desk in like 14 months now, mm-hmm. you know. It'll be an odd thing that first time they, they come in and sit down.
0: And, I, and I, obviously it depends on your work environment too, right? Like right. if you have your own office, mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing. If you are all piled in together, yeah. one big open space, which many of them are now, that's that might be a little more daunting for people to get back to. Especially indoors, right?
1: Well, we have to remember, too, what did you say, like 12 million of us have now had our uh, vaccine in this country? At least one
0: shot for 12 million across the country. I
1: mean, that's almost half, really, if you figure we're 30 million. Mm -hmm. 30, 33 million. So we're getting there. I just think once everybody's vaccinated, there probably shouldn't be any reason to fear going into the office. just a lifestyle thing, I think, at that point. Uh, There aren't enough rental cars for all the tourists who are visiting Hawaii right now. So some people have started (laughs) renting U-Hauls to drive them around. (laughs) I guess you could stay in
0: one, too. It's a lot different than that dream of going to Hawaii and renting the Ferrari like Magnum PI. Right. Instead, you're stuck in a (laughs) U-Haul.
1: Quiet down. The kids are sleeping in the back. Um, And what's going to happen with stores and businesses when they start to reopen? But places are still keeping their bathrooms mostly closed. That's happening in the U.K. right now. And apparently Mm. one popular solution is just to, you know, Drop your guts outdoors right in front of the store. <laughs> yeah, classy. <laughs> classy, classy. Don't
0: breathe on me. <laughs> <laughs> Go
1: ahead and pee. Yesterday afternoon, I was uh, out uh, taking, like, the old tires out of the trunk of the car because I had them down to the mechanic and switched over. And uh, every now and then, I had to stop and wait for the neighborhood to be clear because it would be, like, men out walking with their kids or their wife or something. Okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm not... This is going to be shocking, but I'm not physically that strong. <laughs> so I don't easily just whip out a tire and throw it over <laughs> my arm and stroll into the garage and one hand it up like a, you know, like a dunk, right? I, I, I'm like <laughs> fighting with it. Together. I mean, they're not like these
0: things. You can roll them though, you know,
1: but I know, but see, I stack all mine in the garage because uh-huh. I don't have a big garage. I don't have a lot of room, so I can't start spreading them all out. So by the time you're up four high, you're really trying to, sh- you know, or <laughs> eight eight high, I guess. you're really I was going to say,
0: how high are you stacking yeah. these things? Because a stack eight. of four tires is really about three and a half yeah. feet. No, no. Well, we went six with eight. Okay. So I'm
1: just saying. Anytime I do anything, it's like years ago, uh, I had an issue with my ease trough. It's just the downspout had come away from the wall. Nothing major, right? Like you just think, okay, a few uh, screws that go into brick and you're good to go. Mm. Of course, for me, it's a nightmare. But whenever I try anything, I got to look around and make sure there's none of the neighbor dudes because in Windsor, certainly more so here. But there's about four neighbors I had who were all just handymen, like did it all. You know, they'd all sit around and talk about their power tools constantly. And they (laughs) might as well have been speaking French. So So, wait a minute. So you carried
0: these tires from the trunk to the, the, the stack? In my garage, yeah. You didn't roll them to the stack. No,
1: because like I said, if I if I get them out of the car and up in my hands, they're halfway there. Now I just got like th- you know, it's not like my garage is true. It's a back of the estate. You had
0: backed it in, correct? As yes, well. okay. I, that much I figured out. All right.
1: But uh, so by the time I get them out and hold them up here, what's the point in putting them down to roll them t- ten feet to pick them up and gotcha? Anyhow. But my point to all of it was I had to look. I can't have some man staring at me. I'm looking like a 90-year-old trying to pick up a baby. <laughs> maybe he'll come help.
0: Uh, maybe. <laughs> they don't want a beer, and
1: then they'll want to talk. All right. And I don't want any of that. So anyhow, yeah, like with this East trough this time, I, I just I kept looking around. It was midday. There was nobody around. I thought, okay, I'll fix this. Of course, I was up and down the ladder a thousand times. Couldn't find out which way the elbow thing went. It was a disaster. Put it together wrong anyhow. About four days later, my neighbor Jacques comes across the street, and he says, you want me to finally fix that for you? He goes, <laughs> he goes, you didn't notice, but I stood at my living room window and watched you struggle. He goes, I called Danielle. Do, I called Danielle to watch. We all stood there. He goes, the best part was when you would stand there and just stare at it. <laughs> That's why I left. I said, Yeah, Honey, he w- come here. Craig's gonna yeah. try and fix something. Craig's going up a ladder. <laughs> Call 911. It should be good. <laughs> oh, and it was. And I know, and then finally, so you know, then he uh then he goes, give me a second. He goes and he grabs something, drill or whatever. He comes right within the time it took him to plug in the drill, it was fixed. You know. <laughs> it's like I had this, it's, it's always me. So I have this um you know, the outdoor uh, the outdoor little fire. It's not a fire pit. It's just this little thing that burns. You put one of the little canisters in underneath with the oh, propane. Okay. Like a you fire know. table, right? Yeah, but it's not even a table. It's just a little thing that sits on a table. Gotcha. It's a very small little thing. Anyhow, so uh, a couple of summers ago, or in the fall, I guess, I went to unscrew the empty canister, and the whole unit came down with it instead of it unscrewing from the... So I fought. Now I've got the canister in one hand and the attachment in the other, and I'm fighting to get this canister. I must have fought with it for a summer, a year. <laughs> Every now and then I'd see it in the shed and I'd go, why can't I get, and I'd get the vice grips and I'd try, couldn't, couldn't get it to budge. I went, why is it so seized? So I'm going down to see Jeff at attention to detail one day, and I go, I'm going to see if he's got like a, you know, something he can just whip this thing off. He must have a tool that would do this for me. So I literally hand it to him. And without a joke, this is no joke. He looks at it. He grabs the top, pops it off. <laughs> like half a turn. Half a turn. He goes, you must have been going the wrong way. I said, no. I said, I fought with this thing. I go, because at first I said, yeah, what is the thing that you, a vice, not on the on the desk, the thing you, whatever the thing you hold. A vice. A yes. vice. I said, you got a vice or something. That way we can really wrench this thing off. I should just hand in my testes Just some stories of people getting up to Odd and strange things There's a guy in Nebraska named Josh And he sent out an invitation to everyone he could find In the area named Josh To have a Josh fight A Josh fight? <laughs> yeah, he wanted all these Joshes together I guess like Fight Club okay. He get all these Joshes together to have a fight On uh, April 24th of this year And that was on Saturday, and uh, dozens and dozens of Joshes showed up. Uh, They wore costumes and fought with pool uh, noodles, so all just fun, I guess, and a four-year-old named Josh won. Okay. But but just get your head wrapped around the idea that some parents somewhere said, hey, there's a big fight with a bunch of Joshes in it. We should send our four-year-old. That makes sense. I'm going to host next year, and I'm going to announce it now, the Craig (laughs) Nap. It's where I get all the Craigs together. We just have a nap. Okay. Would you you, you could have the
0: like what are you gonna have big signs that say come sleep with me? Yes. All right. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> Think about what you would come some kind of Michael event. <laughs> something something you'd have a bunch of mics get together and do at some point. Uh, a woman in Texas just found out she had an outstanding felony charge from more than 20 years ago over a VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage <gasps> Witch. That's a felony? Yeah, and I guess in the States well, it is.
0: It is criminal to be yeah. watching that show.
1: But. <laughs> she never returned the video 20 years ago, and the video store went out of business in 2008. Um, and the uh, county that she lives in has decided to drop the charges, but she says it's caused her a ton of headaches over the last 20 years and that she lost out on a lot of jobs and didn't understand out why until she realized when they ran her criminal background check.
0: <laughs> she had a felony yeah. for a VHS. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you got to be careful. My goodness. Uh,
1: a woman in Seattle just tweeted about how the hospital messed up her baby's birth certificate. She was trying to name her daughter Cora with a K. Okay. But the birth certificate says corn with a K like the band. <laughs> <laughs> it is a freak on a leash. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so the hospital says they'll fix that up, but that's kind of funny. And anytime a teacher says to me, I don't make enough money for the worker I do, I'm going to say, ha. You're a liar because a kindergarten teacher was arrested last week after a security officer at the school found cocaine on her desk. And as Robin Williams once said, using cocaine is God's way of telling you you make too much damn money. It was chalk, I swear. (laughs) Although, listen, I have a little sympathy. You know, being a kindergarten teacher. Right, yes. Now, this is obviously in the States somewhere because it turns out she was doing the blow while the kids were out on recess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Need the energy. Afternoon class is so much more fun with Mrs. Smith. I
1: don't know why. Um, and here is a good reason to uh, double and triple and then triple check again any work you're going to have permanently done on your body, be it okay. some kind of like, you know, butt plants or <laughs> boob enlargements or tattoos. Uh-huh. Anything you're doing that's really kind of be going to be there for good. A 24-year-old woman... Decided to take a trip to Sedona, Arizona to celebrate getting fully vaccinated. Beautiful spot. Yeah, and she wanted to celebrate by getting the latitude and longitude coordinates of Sedona tattooed on her shoulder. <laughs> but there's always a but. <laughs> always a but with these things. She accidentally mixed up north and south, so now she has a tattoo for a random spot in the South Pacific Ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but honestly don't tell anybody right just tell them it's arizona <laughs> who the hell would know And if they did yeah like honestly someone came up and said uh, i think mm-hmm. you've got the wrong longitude and latitude <laughs> just punched them
1: the barbecue season is fully underway for so many people we know that teddy reader for Helinda's meats cooks uh, 24 hours a day seven days a week 52 weeks a year he's out there non-stop <laughs> but the average guy he really gets going about this time of year and uh the staples teddy you know when it comes to grilling there's all sorts of fun stuff we can do but nothing beats a great hamburger or sausage or chicken on the grill so let's maybe just go back and cover some basics like you know when someone's going out there with a tray of chicken breasts to put on the grill they got people over and they're Going to do some chicken breasts. Like, what's some just some easy tips to make sure that when those breasts come off the grill, they're ni- nice and fresh and juicy, not all dried out?
2: And Not all dried out. Yeah. So there's a couple, a couple of things to do. Number one with a chicken breast is it's a, a boneless, skinless chicken breast is a very smooth surface, right? Mm-hmm. And so to get any flavor to penetrate through that flat surface, because there's no fat on the outside, there's not much, what you should do is you take the tip of a knife and just score the top of the breast in a small little diamond pattern, okay? Okay. Go across one way and then cut across the other way, about maybe just a little bit less than a quarter of an inch deep. So you score that meat and open it up. And then rub your seasonings in there, whether it be salt, pepper, garlic, if you're gonna use a barbecue rub, whatever you wanna put on it, rub it in so that it gets into all those little nooks and crannies of of the meat. And then you're gonna grill it. Easiest thing with chicken breasts, do not cook them on high heat. Mm -hmm. Lower the temperature down, do it on like medium to medium high, and sear the breasts on both sides, maybe two to three minutes a side, and then put them over to the the cooler part of your grill, indirect, close your lid, and let them come up to temperature slowly. Don't push it, don't squish it, and then when you get to an internal temperature of 160 degrees, pull it off, let it rest, and then enjoy your chicken breasts. It'll be moist and juicy. And if you see two hundred degrees, enjoy your shoe.
1: <laughs> and I guess the great thing about scoring it is that now you can see inside of it to see the the meat turning white. Because a lot of times people will make the mistake of cutting into a chicken breast to check it out, and then all the juices start flowing out.
2: When you exactly, and when you push on it, use your finger and just tap on the on the chicken, and it should be there should be a firm bounce to it. All right, it yep. shouldn't just go all the way through. It should just give you a little bit of resistance and then you'll know it's done. But internal temp, 160, 165, and you'll be fine.
1: Okay, perfect. Right? Now, you need
2: chicken to be well done, yep. but you don't need it to be dead.
1: Now, should we be uh, treating our grill uh, before we put, like, chicken breast on? I know lots of times people put the chicken on and they try to flip it too soon and the meat gets all stuck to the grill. Should we be uh, putting olive oil or something on the, uh, on the grill before we, we cook our meat?
2: Well, you can, you can rub the chicken down with a little bit of uh, olive oil. You don't need a lot, just a little, and then put your seasoning on, and it'll help the seasoning stick. Okay. And it'll also provide a layer of uh, fat in there to, to keep from sticking to your grill. I use uh, non-stick spray, non-stick cooking spray a fair amount. Okay. I'll spray the end of my grill brush, and I'll use that to season the grill, and then wipe it down, and then put the food on there, and that really helps. But non-stick, put the non-stick spray on a grill when the grill is cold, not when the grill is hot.
0: And if you're just starting out for your summer barbecue season, maybe buying a new grill brush and some tools not a bad idea, or you're just spraying nonstick onto a, a couple of years' worth <laughs> of, of gristle that's been on there. Better seasoning.
2: Yeah, you, you should be tossing out the grill brush every year. Uh, invest in not just one, buy a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an important tool to have. Uh, a clean grill is a hotter grill. A clean grill is a healthier grill. And uh, a grill brush is probably one of the most important uh, barbecue accessories that you need. So invest in it. Buy a good one. Uh, there are all different types out there to, to look at. I use a brush out of, uh, made in Hamilton out of hardwood maple. It's called a Felton uh, brush. Chef Tom Felton put it together. And it's a beautiful, beautiful brush. And it works really well. Have they stopped using
0: uh, the metal ones, Ted? Because I remember there was uh, a couple years back, they were talking about the little metal shards that can come off them.
2: Yes, that comes off. Uh, The the Felton brush is actually made with stainless steel bristles that are stapled into the wood. Mm. And they're quite large, and they're not a small little wire. You can actually see it. And recently I was using my brush, and and a bristle uh, came out. And then the whole brush went into the garbage right after that. Yeah, okay. So, but that's after, like, some serious abuse. That <laughs> brush has been, you know, I use grill brushes every day, and I beat the living daylights out of them. Right. And you should beat the living daylights out of them. And then when they when they start to fray and they start to dis- uh, break down on you, toss them. Beautiful. Get rid of them and buy another one.
1: Teddy, how can people get a hold of you? They want to talk grilling.
2: You're going to find me in the social media world at Ted Grills.
0: Rock Mornings with Craig <laughs> <Ben> and Lucky. <laughs> The Rock.